0: Welcome to Through the Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Yuramkiv, and I'm so excited you're joining me today. Let's go through the Bible and talk about some insights, revelations, and perspectives for transformation in every area of your life. In today's episode, we're going to talk about going through the Bible. It's a new year, 2024, and most of us are likely starting a new Bible reading plan or we might be thinking about starting one. If you're listening to this episode later in the year, then keep listening. It is still super helpful and will transform your approach to the Bible. Whether you're just starting to go through the Bible or you're starting all over again or you're continuing your journey from the year before, you'll find that each episode is super helpful, super insightful and really motivating to keep you in the word my goal with this podcast is ultimately to help you go through the bible that's the name of the podcast but not just to get through it but so that you can keep coming back to it that you can stay in it and also learn how to apply it and live it out in your life we often get caught up in the task of bible reading and end up focusing on the wrong things like how many chapters to read today or I feel like such a bad person for skipping and missing X amount of days of Bible reading. It's odd that we as Christians feel bad about checking or not checking the box off for Bible reading. I don't believe God intended for us to create a task called Bible reading. I believe he called us to go through the Bible to get closer in our relationship with him, to get to know him better, to understand ourselves better, to understand how to interact with others better. Let me put it this way. We can view Bible reading and reading the Bible as completely different things. Bible reading sounds more task-oriented. It's somewhat religious and carries a piety and a sense of accomplishment to it. I got my Bible reading done today. you know, check off the list. Whereas reading the Bible is our means of actually growing in a relationship with Christ. In essence, they're the exact same thing, but I'm just playing around with the words here to emphasize on our motives. Why are we going through the Bible if we just want to get the Bible reading done? Or are we reading the Bible and going through it to grow in our relationship with God? Of course, we would all want to say the second one is our answer, but a lot of times we succumb to the Bible reading task and we forget the importance of reading the Bible to actually grow as a person, to actually reflect Jesus more and more in all that we do. Many people, including non-believers, go through the Bible to truly discover and learn if God is even real. But for Christians, for Bible-believing, Jesus followers, it's important to shift our focus to read the Bible to, number one, as I've mentioned many times already, grow closer to God and get to know Him more, And number two, to grow an understanding of our new nature in Christ. To learn the ways of the Spirit and to not rely on the flesh. All of which we'll learn in the episodes to come. To give you a little background, I'm very much a task list type of person. I love planning and checking off my to-dos, but several years ago, God told me to literally stop reading the Bible. I was in a busy season and I started to fall behind in my Bible reading plan so i would end up doubling up on my reading per day and then i'd push it out to the next day and then i'd do that again and again and after doing that so much i actually dreaded my bible reading time i didn't want to read the bible because it was just so exhausting there was so much of it to get done so i had no desire to keep it up and that's when god stepped in and said just stop after reading the bible for so long and so systematically i might add I didn't know what to do I was like are you serious God like you want me to stop reading the Bible isn't this what I'm supposed to do and yes it is what we're supposed to do but the one thing that he helped me understand slowly but surely is that I needed to learn how to meditate on the word and actually apply it to my life instead of just getting through the Bible in the way that I was checking off the list every day it's not that that's how I started in my walk with him but that's where i found myself a few years in and so i needed to learn how to let the word become flesh in me in john 1 it says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us this is talking about jesus of course if jesus christ the word is in me christ who lives in me as found in romans 8 verse 10 galatians 2 20 it is important That we learn how to embody and live out the Word of God through our lives. The life that is now abandoned to God. The life that we surrendered to God. So by stopping my Bible reading, I learned how to read the Bible, how to go through the Bible as a means to understand God, understand myself and also others better. I learned how to love God more, love others as myself. After several years of learning how to do that, I picked up just a few tools and a few tips and tricks that just have kept me coming back to the Word more than anything. And as I discovered these insights, perspectives, and revelations, I wanted to have a place to share them, which is this podcast. And I'm so excited that you're joining, that you're tuning in, because I want to have these discussions here. I want to continue talking through the Word of God. And I realize just how much the word of God is applicable to every area of our lives. And so that's exactly what I want to offer through this podcast and through these episodes that are to come. So we will be going through the Bible itself throughout this year, we'll go through books of the Bible, maybe zone in on several specific chapters. There will be guests on this podcast, which I'm super excited to talk to about going through the Bible. We have to remember that reading the Bible is a means to our spiritual growth. And because it is the start of a new year and you might be wondering, well, what should I be doing about reading the Bible and whatnot? I want to help you get started. First, as passionate as I am about reading the Bible for growth and not getting hung up on checking it off the list every single day and feeling good about yourself or bad about yourself or whatever that is, Um, I also believe it's important to build the habit of reading God's word daily. And that might seem counterintuitive or paradoxical or however you want to describe that, but I want to emphasize that reading the Bible is not and should not be a religious task or duty type of thing, but it should come from a desire to learn often the desire appears when we have a reason to read the bible this is exactly what motivation means it's the general desire or willingness to do something because life is well life and we're humans of varying emotions thoughts and desires the motivation to read the bible won't always be there that's why pinpointing and reminding yourself of your reason to read the bible is often helpful It could be growing in your relationship with God or understanding yourself according to God more or understanding the gospel more fully or learning how to love others better, whatever the reason is, it's important to remind ourselves of it on a continual basis, especially when we lack all of the motivation for it. If we're not wanting to read the Bible, then there's a reason for that. And so we can counter that by giving a reason of why we do want to read the Bible. And so when we go through the Bible in the coming episodes, my hope is that it will keep you inspired and motivated and in love with God and the Word. Next, I want to talk about how we can build a Bible reading habit. So not so much about checking off the box on your task list list, as much as it is incorporating a new habit into your life. I always recommend starting in Proverbs because it's super easy to track. There are 31 chapters and typically 31 days in one month. All we need to do is correlate the chapter to today's date and read that chapter for the day. If we miss a day, we can just carry on to the next chapter on the next day or the next time that we can read. And for the days that we don't read, we can think about what we read earlier and meditate on those verses. Let it take root inside of us. Maybe we can take a few minutes to research the meanings and look up additional commentaries on specific verses, and then we can watch how it changes our perspectives on certain areas in life. Proverbs is written by Solomon, who was literally the wisest man on earth. In 1 Kings, he asked God for wisdom above anything else. God, and God granted him that. Proverbs literally touches on every area in life, and get this, the more we read it, the more we understand it. I've been told many times by people proverbs is so like vague and so confusing and too poetic and too this or that but the more you read proverbs the more it challenges you to think about every area of your life because it touches on every area of life. I've read proverbs so many times every day plus or minus for the last three years at least and to this day I find new angles of revelation, insights, perspectives that challenge me to improve my life, to make my life more pleasing to God and helpful to other people as well. And it also brings satisfaction to me personally as I learn and develop in these various areas of life. So it's constantly challenging me to grow and reflect Christ in everything that I do. Finally, if you're not feeling up to reading Proverbs or you need a little more oomph, then I recommend reading five chapters of Psalms a day. Psalms is one of the most emotional books in the Bible. It also touches every area of life, but it really gives us a glimpse of David and how his thought processes are when bad things happen in life. When he goes through good things and bad things, He constantly turns to God. He's constantly remembering that it's only because of God he was able to achieve so much success. And so reading through Psalms, not only will it encourage you and motivate you, but it can actually help you process a lot of emotions, whether they're good emotions or negative emotions. And also, it really challenges you to direct your mind, your thoughts to God in just about everything that you do as well. If you read five chapters of Psalms a day, you'll read through it an entire month, and that's kind of exciting if you're a checklist type of person but if you're not then you know just take one one psalm a day take it easy and then also if you want something from the new testament i recommend going through one of the gospels but again take your time with it take your time going through it and not just to get it done ask god to lead you through each chapter to grow in understanding and knowledge of him yourself and others because those are the three main areas of life God, yourself, and others. So because this episode is posted on the 4th of January, I want to share a timely word from Proverbs chapter 4. Solomon writes in verses 4 through 7, Let your heart hold fast my words, keep my commandments, and live. Get wisdom, get insight, do not forget, and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will keep you. Love her, and she will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom, And whatever you get, get insight. Prize her highly and she will exalt you. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland. She will bestow on you a beautiful crown. So that's Proverbs 4, verses 4 through 7. In these verses, Solomon recalls what his father, King David, told him. Again, reading the Bible, going through the Bible is our means to getting wisdom from God. Not only does it grow us spiritually and in our relationship with God, But it helps us understand more about life, ourselves, and other people. In these verses specifically, we're encouraged to pursue wisdom more than anything else, which is why I so strongly encourage that you start reading Proverbs one chapter a day, every day, for the rest of the month, if not the rest of this year. We can never be too wise about anything in life. And not only that, but these verses tell us exactly what wisdom does for us when we get wisdom, when we get her wisdom keeps us some translations say that it preserves which also means protect or the act of keeping from destruction from decay so wisdom is actually our preserver it's like what keeps us well i was going to say what keeps us salty but that doesn't really flow with today's terms so um the <laughs> the salt and wisdom like preserves us anyways you get the point um wisdom guards us uh, it's also a form of protection but specifically keeping us safe, covering, shielding us, not only keeping us from something, but like hovering us from the something. Wisdom exalts and honors when we prize and embrace her. Sometimes this is materialistically. I mean, in 1 Kings 3, Solomon was richly rewarded for his pursuit of wisdom, but then later it became much more lasting with the knowledge, the strategies, and the success in the various areas of his life. And the same goes for us. When we prize and embrace wisdom, there is reward. And then finally, wisdom places a graceful garland and bestows a beautiful crown. To me, when I think about this, I think about just the way that our character develops and the way that our mentality, our mindsets develop when we pursue wisdom. This isn't like a materialistic thing, but it's more of like when you develop as a person, you start to carry yourself in a different way. And not like out of pride or self-righteousness or anything like that, but really from a place of humility and pursuit of God. And so when wisdom places that graceful garland on you, I think that's talking about God's presence intertwined through us. And then when wisdom bestows a beautiful crown, it's the wisdom and the knowledge of God that is placed on your head that comes out of your mouth and so forth. And I could keep talking about this forever, but... I'm super excited to let you know about next week's episode because we'll be looking and going through the book of Genesis. Did you know that Genesis is the most read book of the Bible? We'll talk about more of that next week. Thanks for listening. Join me next week to go through the Bible to discover more insights, revelations, and perspectives. To interact with me and other listeners, make sure you subscribe and follow this podcast channel on Spotify, Apple, and Instagram. You can also sign up for my weekly email list where you'll be the first to know and listen to new episodes. I'm your host, Tanya Uremkev, and I'm here to inspire and empower you to find transformation in every area of your life through the Bible. Catch you next week.